Hey everyone, this is Ette with another episode of Eco Lawn Science. I hope you guys are doing well out there. It has been hot and we are here. We're in the summer. So I want to take a few minutes to talk a little bit about what can you do in the summer maintenance for your lawn. Now, the biggest thing I'm going to say is you really got to back off the nitrogen. I know everybody loves nitrogen because it makes grass dark green and grows high and top growth and all that, but you got to watch it. There's a lot of negatives to over applying nitrogen and one of them is fungal issues you will holy cow i see it day in and day out people are putting down too much fertilizer and and it's not a balanced fertilizer it's a high nitrogen nothing else or very little of other things and they're causing uh fungal issues like crazy they're calling they're causing fungus and so you definitely want to back off you don't want to feed the fungus you want you want to try to stop it I would be switching over to more of an iron-based um, program at this point in the season, meaning if you were using 22 or 25% nitrogen or 28%, you want to go much, much lower if you are putting nitrogen down right now. You want to be going you know, ah, 15% or less, and you want to watch your rate. You want to be, I wouldn't go higher than a third of a pound of nitrogen per thousand. I really wouldn't. Now, if it's not been too hot where you are and it's been you know, coolish in the temperatures, and you have an incredible irrigation, you know you're doing it perfectly dialed in, you'd be okay going a little higher. But if you've been kind of following what we teach and you know did your good spring loading, you wouldn't need to right now. Really, iron is going to be the best bet. It's a micronutrient, and oh, my voice cracked there, and it helps you know obviously with the chlorophyll process. So you'll see a lot of lawns that are that yellowish kind of look, and we call that chlorotic, um, and they're just they're, they're deprived of iron. That's the nutrient that the plant needs right now, generally. That's very generally. Obviously, every lawn's a little bit different. And so, like, right now is a great time to do um, an iron-based fertilizer. So what does that look like if you're going on a granular? Um, which, granular's pretty good in the summer because you have less chance of, of uh, tip burn. You can get this tip burn with liquids, you know, if it's... 98 degrees and you're spraying it's full sun there's a chance you can get some tip burn and, and that grows out after a few days but um going granular at the right rate you're gonna for the most part have have less chance of error and so if i was doing a granular i'd do you know somewhere five to eight percent iron again depending on what you need this is a very general rule of thumb and again we're talking bluegrass some people are doing two percent iron but you want to do a fertilizer so maybe it's a 10 percent nitrogen or something with some potassium um, and then it has in built into it, so they have macro. Those are your macros. Your micronutrients, like your iron and some others, they will bake those into them as well. And so you want to get some iron down. And what it does is it, it helps to get you that green color in the summer, but you don't have all that top growth, the top growth that the nitrogen provides. And that top growth is kind of what, or excessive amount of top growth in the summer, kind of causes problems, you know. Um, and so iron is a cool way of keeping the lawn green in the summer, but not going too heavy. There's all kinds of liquid irons. You know, I've, I've seen products like Ironite over the counter you can get. Um, I know Millorganite, uh, I think, has some, a, a good amount of iron in it, maybe 2 or 3%, somewhere in there. And, and there's a lot of different ways to get your lawn the iron that it needs. But definitely, so low nitrogen iron. Um, there are products like Ferramec AC, um, Turf Iron by Humigro, and these all have you know, 12 to 15% nitrogen. So there'll be a 12 or 15-0-0 with, you know, 5 to 7% iron. The Humigrow, I think they're out of Arizona. They're pretty cool because they include um, an organic soil conditioner like a, a humic acid or, or something like that into the, the bottle. 
Um, and so anyway, if you're going to go liquid and you're using like a backpack sprayer, that's, I, I, if I was going to use a backpack, I'd use an electric backpack just so I don't have inconsistencies in my, at the pumping rate, right? Because if you pump too high, you're going to have different pressure versus low. So if you have an electric one that kind of regulates that, um, and I would do it early morning or later in the afternoon, try to avoid the heat of the day. Sometimes it's not possible. I get it, but it, if you can try to avoid it. And so, yeah, you would want to go something like that. Um, and then you could add in, like I said, humic acid or some humates, liquid humates. You could also add in some, you know, depending on what you're struggling with this time of year, if you have insect disease problems, you, you know, you could spot treat those as well. And you can actually, well, I wouldn't do it. If I was doing my own out of a backpack electric, I would apply the iron with a little bit of nitrogen and, and you know, humates. I'll go ahead and apply that consistently, blanket spray, you know, cover the lawn very nicely. And then I'd go back and spot treat any areas that have insect or fungus issues on those areas. And some people, you know, they see some fungus or insect, they will treat the entire lawn. I, I generally don't because I'm trying to use as little of that stuff as possible. Um, but if I am, I'm going to hit the areas that I see the damage and then maybe a few inches up to six, eight inches outside around those areas just to set up kind of a, a border. Um, and so if you could do that, that'd get you good treatment. Again, if you're in restrictions from watering and you're down to one day a week, that's fine, but just make it heavy. Maybe you can go an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes. I don't know what, you know, where you're at, how much access you have, but even with a day a week, if you do it properly, it's all about, you know, the amount that you're putting down. So measure it. See, am I getting an inch and a half out of that one day a week? If possible, try to get that. Um, and then again, razor blades, you should be cutting high now. People don't love it. They love that tight little look. But with bluegrass, you can cut it high and it'll it'll thrive. It'll actually help fight off insects. It'll help fight off drought stress. So you can go three, three and a half inches. Um, and so, yeah, definitely do some maintenance there. And the other big thing is LDS, localized dry spots. If you have any of these spots, let's say you run your sprinkler test and you still have little brown spots popping up or maybe, you know, foot circle and you, you, you did your can test and you found out that, hey, my sprinklers are putting out exactly the same amount in this section as they are in a section that looks green. Then you So you've kind of narrowed it down, got rid of it. You know your irrigation's good. You're going to look at your localized dry spots. This could be um, things bound up in the soil that are preventing nutrients or water to actually go to where it's go and do what it's got to do. So like soil bicar so like sodium bicarbonate stuff like so if you salt your driveways or whatever in in the winter and that salt gets thrown on the grass, this is a time where it shows. If there was construction debris even a foot down and below the soil, would you be surprised how often that is? That could cause a localized dry spot at the surface level because the roots are impacted way down, and that's the result of it. So those are kind of some of the things you're going to look at. Um, but really the big thing right now um, here is just keeping it wet and keeping it healthy. All right, hope that helps.